Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The workday is coming to an end. It is 5 o'clock. I will see you all tomorrow. But Quinn and Chris are just getting started. Sports talk it is. Your hosts, Tony Quinn Jr. Man, my dad used to come home with those double beef and cheddars with the barbecue sauce that they used to come with it. <laughs> Douse it up. And Chris Ello. Yeah! It's time to get you up to speed on all things sports. Yes! 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 With plenty of nonsense in between. Hey, welcome into Gwen and Chris, everybody. I'm echoing because Scraby didn't set up the computer properly. And that's not easy to do. Thank you, Scraby, for squaring that away. We welcome you into the program at 201. The echo coming from the uh, computer that shows our uh, our YouTube feed. You can watch the program, stream it. Uh, just search for 97.3 The Fan. You can watch us at work. Uh, Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., and Matt Scraby, the three of us uh, together today in the Odyssey Palace Studios and uh, getting ready for a big uh, Wednesday get-together today. Full four hours, as I mentioned. <clears throat> Excuse me, good news for the Aztecs right off the bat today. Danny O'Neill, the uh, big... Uh, I don't know, three, four, five-star quarterback. I just know he's got at least a star somewhere. Three-star. Three-star. All right, well, I guess we shouldn't expect that much. These these people don't know. They they just know he's good. Colorado had him, and uh, now we have Colorado's offensive coordinator in Sean Lewis, and we have uh, Colorado's uh, quarterback, Danny O'Neill, did uh, decide uh, over Northwestern and Miami to pick the uh, San Diego State Aztecs. So that's a good a feather in the cap. No doubt. For the Aztecs who are looking for some feathers in the cap uh, on the uh, football side. So a really good start to the career for Sean Lewis to be able to get this that's, young man to come here. That's a great sign. That's usually where it starts, right? You get your you want to be a, an offensive uh, uh, power. Going to have to somebody trigger it. Yeah, going to have to have somebody trigger it. I watched about Danny. a four minute video on him on his pro day. Where what, the did elite, you four minutes? Yeah, the elite eleven. It's quite pro a day. long time. It is a long time, yeah. but uh, I can tell you right now, he looks like an Aztecs quarterback in this way. 
he is really good at throwing the intermediate passes. Like he's really good at the accurate. The, yeah, accurate. Accurate on the intermediate. You're, this is the this is about this is your scouting, scouting report. report. Yeah. What I think that he lacked in in the video was his deep ball. I, right. I didn't see enough zip on it. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I'm being serious. Like, when he threw yes, the deep I'm ball. Yes, I'm sure you are being serious. <laughs> when, being serious. When he threw yeah. the deep ball, I was like, oh, that's not great. But then when he threw the intermediate passes and did some RPO stuff, he's I'm playing a lot of Madden, if you can't tell. Uh, the RPO stuff, he's on point. All right. Who's better, him or Brock Purdy? Well, I mean, Brock Purdy. Well, it depends on when we it depends on when we ask you. If we asked you okay. a month ago, <laughs> Brock Purdy was the worst quarterback in National Football League history. He's never going to complete a pass again in the fourth <laughs> quarter, according to you. Now all of a sudden you love him again. Uh, yes. Anyway, uh, that's a great start uh, for San Diego State. We begin there today. Uh, coming up on the program, Kirk Kenny will join us to give us the ins and outs of how this decision came down and uh, what went into it all. Uh, we'll get the behind-the-scenes look from Kirk uh, coming up in about a half an hour, so stick around for that. We're hoping to catch up to our friend Marcus McNeil for our uh, weekly NFL chat. And uh, we also are going to help A.J. Preller do his job a little bit later in the program. Coming up, Tony Gwynn Jr. and uh, mine are top three free agents that the Padres ought to pursue based on everything that's gone down to this point. So, A.J., if you're out there, you want to tune in about 5 o'clock today. We are here to help. And I'm sure you're really going to appreciate that. Uh, an hour from right now, Shohei Otani will be introduced in Los Angeles, and uh, that uh, will—I uh, guess That's that'll put it today, huh? That'll put it. That'll put an official end to any hopes that he had of going north of the border to Toronto. A relief pitcher of the Dodgers, Joe Kelly, saying, "Quote: The World Series is the goal going it's tomorrow. in. It's tomorrow." Yes, what ABC says. Shohei Otani to be introduced Thursday. Thursday. My yeah. bad. All right, so 25 hours from now, they'll introduce him. <laughs> we'll still be I got all excited. I thought that was coming up in an hour. Uh, all right, so my bad. Uh, but I, one thing that's not my bad, Otani is already, in uh, two days since signing with the Dodgers, broke the Fanatics website record for the highest jersey sales within yeah. the first two days of being signed. He uh, broke the record that was originally held by Lionel Messi, and Cristiano Ronaldo. So, uh, as Scraby said, I believe it was yesterday, Monday. Uh, Monday. This is why they had zero problems handing out seven hundred million dollars. Everybody's got to get an Otani jersey. This huh? is this is exact. This is part. This is just a piece of the reason why they didn't mind. Yeah. Well, they've got or, him. Or for that case, or for that matter, why the Giants apparently offered the same exact deal. Why the Toronto Blue Jays apparently offered pretty similar deal. They all were in search of not just baseball um, freedom, but business freedom. Yeah. Well, they already <laughs> struggle with the money that they print currently. They right. need they, a better printer. They needed a new printer. Yeah, exactly. And they got one. They got money uh, rolling out, uh, and uh, the Dodgers. Uh, yeah, I was my hope yesterday that the Dodgers someday go bankrupt, uh, <laughs> so they and that Shohei Otani <laughs> never gets the uh, remaining six hundred and eighty million dollars he'll be owed. Is probably a wish that will never come true. So, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I don't think I can really count on that ever happening. Um, Padres, in the meantime, uh, just kind of uh, meander along here uh, with holes on the roster, and uh, you know, we'll see just uh, exactly how they start to fill some of this stuff. Uh, you know what? I, I don't really know if it matters what's first. 
uh, just that something happened soon. Uh, they, I mean, the Padres, as they're currently constructed, would have uh, Fernando Tatis in right field, Jose Azokar in center field, and some young, unheard of, untested player that we don't even know of in left field. And that's probably not going to do it. They uh, have three starting pitchers, maybe a couple more that they got in the Soto trade. So I'm sure uh, AJ and his staff are hard at work at trying to put this team together. Um, Scraby is the one that always puts a deadline on this stuff. How concerned are you on December 13th (laughs) that they don't have a full 26-man roster right now? Not that they don't have a full 26-man roster, but I am a little concerned. Of course you are. As names come off the board, I get a little nervous, but you guys are selling me on something that I think is important, which is we don't know how they feel about certain guys within the organization, and those guys could be already penciled in as a potential starter or part of the team. Uh I do think something is interesting, like Michael Walker. I think I know the answer to this question, but he hasn't signed with anyone. And I think last year he went deep into he, he went into spring training without a contract, and then the Padres signed him. Yeah, he seems to be used to uh, you know waiting yeah. till the end. So my question is, should you, you shouldn't read anything into him not being I, I don't on know a that team you, yet? I don't know that you should read anything into it at all because here's what some teams will do: right, they'll, they'll let the market play out, understanding that certain guys are going to be available late. Now, sometimes you do this and you're wrong. Those guys get off the board. They get more money than you were thinking. But um, there's a scenario in which Michael Walker could end up back. And if, yeah. if listen, what the Padres are probably more comfortable with, right, because they've spent a season with him, unlike a team that may not have, is some of the shoulder issues he, he's had, right? They – They might have a little more comfort than some teams who've never had him um, on their roster before. So there's a scenario in which he can come back. I mean, and when I say come back, not only could he come back to the team, but he could end up working his way back in free agency, and you can pick up a guy like that, and you could feel comfortable about it. Um, But again, we don't. Not only do we not know how they feel about certain young guys in, in in terms of their readiness to help now. But we also don't know what's on the trade market and who are teams that A.J. Preller may already be having conversations yeah. with. And so We're really in the blind right we're, now. We're completely in the blind. It, it's almost impossible, and that's why at 5 o'clock we're going to try to predict the three free agencies going to sign, even though we're completely have no idea. I, it, because there's too many uh, variables that are going into exactly how the Potters are going to go about building this roster. We know they have some extra freedom now. They have a little money, hopefully. Uh, hopefully the trade of Juan Soto and Trent Grisham didn't mean that that's just the money they're going to save. Hopefully they're going to be able to use some of that to be able to cobble together uh, this ball club and uh, give Manny Machado and Xander Bogarts and uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. and everybody the help that they need to make a run. I mean, the NL West has gotten considerably better in the last week, obviously with Otani going. Yeah. And Eduardo Rodriguez going to Arizona, and now uh, the center fielder, uh, the Korean center Lee. fielder Lee going to the Giants. You know, that's not the best news of all time. No. You know, I mean, basically the the, the top free agents uh, that are out there have all come to the National League West. Not all of them, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, some of the big names all coming in this direction, and now uh, Ken Rosenthal reports that the Dodgers could be getting right-handed pitcher Tyler Glass now from the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, apparently Manuel Margot, the former Padre, would be in that deal as well. Uh, Ryan Pepio, 
and an outfielder, Johnny DeLuca, are being rumored to be part of that deal going back to Tampa Bay. Uh, Tony, concerned about this. Tyler Glass now, when healthy, has been a pretty good pitcher, but he hasn't been healthy very much. You know, that I recall. I mean, last year he had, well, he came off. made 11 it was year starts before. last yeah. year. No, it was a year before. I think he threw his career high in innings last year. You're right. Last, You're right. Last You're right. I, make, I beg your pardon. He had 21 starts in 120 innings, which was a career high, but 120 is not a ton. But Listen, what we do know is that dudes come over to the Dodgers and they pitch lights they, out. They pitch lights out. Yeah. And, and, and I don't know that that's just, you know, based off of the Dodgers having them. Um, we've watched them and how they kind of handle their pitchers, whether it was Walker Bueller or Urias, young guys like that, or they they have a philosophy, it seems like, that, that has served them well. And so, yeah, I, it does concern me that Tyler Glass now could be heading to the Dodgers. That's a, it's not necessarily, doesn't necessarily put their rotation at, you know, tippity top of, of Major League Baseball, but it gives them another, not just, a arm, when healthy, a really top end arm. Yeah. Well, and, with the offense they have, they're not going to need the tip top rotation, right? I mean, let's be time. honest. Let's be honest. Their rotation last year, especially when Urias went out or was was hit with the uh, domestic violence thing. Yeah. Was not a good rotation. Yet not anymore. They no. still won a hundred. Arizona had a better staff than they did and beat them they in the still, playoffs. They still won a hundred games. Ultimately, or close. Did they win a hundred? Yeah, they did. They did win a hundred. Dodgers. They? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. won a hundred games again, and so you know, are are you saying that? Uh, are we then saying that Tyler Glass now addition doesn't make them better than they were last year? They already got Otani. Yeah. No, I I didn't say I love no, this. No. I'm not. I, I'm, I'm not pleased. I, yeah, I, I'm not pleased I, I would at rather all. the Dodgers not trade for anybody. They won. 100 games. So right, right, on on, the right on the button. Yeah. And I think that's what they finished with because they didn't win any against Arizona in the playoffs. So. Oh! But I just thought I'd throw that in there. Beep, beep, beep. Um, but anyway, we'll keep an eye on that deal. Uh, Ken Rosenthal reporting that it's uh, a very good possibility. Deal not complete. Change is possible, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, yeah, you know, trading is another way to get some talent on this Padre roster. Yeah. And uh, that's another thing that A.J. Preller is usually pretty good at. So, you know, but right now all is kind of quiet down at Petco Park. And uh, that can change in a matter of moments. So, Stick around. Stay tuned. We'll have the latest on any Padre news that might be coming up. I went to the uh, Holiday Bowl Director's Dinner last night, fellas. Oh, did you make it to the end? I did. I made it to the end because I was late getting there. Oh, so uh, you had to stay to the end. In fact, um, uh, somebody came up to me when we arrived, uh, like halfway through the salad, and uh, <laughs> said, Boy, I wish your boss would uh, give you a chance to get out of work early so you could have been on time. The person who said that was my boss. Oh, <laughs> Adam <Blue laughs> said, "Yeah, I should, probably should have mentioned that you could have gotten out a little early Man. yesterday so that you could have come like, to the thing thanks, on time. Boss. A little late, a little late, and uh, so That's yeah, <laughs> we were a little late arriving to the dinner last night. But it was fun to see. One thing that was uh, that did happen: uh, the Holiday Bowl every year names an honorary chairman or an honorary, you know, grand marshal type person." to uh, lord over the Holiday Bowl, and this year's uh, selection was Steve Fisher. So it was great seeing Coach Fisher last night. Uh, went over and said hello. He said, hey, my man, which is my go-to when I don't remember somebody's name. Oh, so, no. Do you think that he... <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you that's think what that I, that's, that's what, what I use when I don't remember. But he totally knew who I was in the sense he's like, yeah, I've been listening to the show. You guys sound great. So Did I don't he, know. I, I also heard he, he was said, remembering my name or just you know being friendly in that way. I, don't I also know. heard that Coach Fisher said, and you should really be nicer to that scravy guy. That's he, what did he, said. That. Yeah, he, he did just, not say that. Now you're lying on Coach Fisher. Now you're lying. Don't, don't put, be putting words in Coach Fisher's mouth. But Coach Fisher was hilarious. He got a standing ovation when he went up there to uh, be honored. And, uh, you know, he's deserving of a standing ovation anywhere he goes Every for time. what he's done here. And he walked up to the mic and he said, I don't know what everybody's standing about. As soon as they got me out of there, we went to the championship game. So that, <laughs> that, was, his, that was his that comment. That is funny. Yeah, that's Coach Fisher. <laughs> but uh, he's, uh, he's, a, he's a one-of-a-kind, terrific guy. And uh, Holiday Bowl, uh, you know, look, people are excited. Louisville, USC, that'll be the matchup this year. And my wife is a red coat. So that's how I got invited, if you're wondering, because I don't usually get to go to stuff like that. But uh, it was fun last night. Did you guys do anything fun, exciting? Didn't have to dress up like I didn't put a tie on. Nope, I went and watched a uh, high school soccer game. Did you? Yeah, a little JV right. action. Did you have any? I'm hoping uh, one of your children was playing in that yeah, game. No, I, I, <laughs> yeah, no, I you like, didn't just go for the I hell like of it. Soccer, but I don't like it that much. Yeah, definitely my middle daughter. Honey, I'll be home a little late. I'm going to go take in. I think I'm going to see Del Norte play Escondido tonight. Oh, I've been looking as, at the prep schedule. As and, you know, uh, Chris, that would probably go over very well. Oh, yes. Very it would well. go very well. All right, we are underway for our Wednesday get together like i said kirk kenny to give us all the intel on uh, danny o'neill the uh star quarterback signing with san diego state some football of course we'll keep up to date if anything happens baseball wise and all the rest of it coming your way between now and six o'clock gwen and chris on san diego's number one sports talk station 97.3 the fan call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Apparently, according to John Heyman, reports Cubs and Blue Jays, most likely teams to get the former MVP Cody Bellinger. Which teams again? Uh, the Blue Jays and the Cubs. Blue Jays or Cubs stays yeah. with the Cubs. Yes. Those Blue Jays are... lost out on uh, Otani. Otani, yeah. So maybe they'll 
make a play for Bellinger. They're also in the hunt for Yamamoto. I Watch believe. Bellinger go to somewhere and sign a huge contract and have another MVP season and make you and I look bad. Hey, I wouldn't be mad at it as long as it's not in the National League West. Yeah, we can't have any more guys come to the NL West. <laughs> I, I, I would be mad. Well, I, who's left? I mean, the Dodgers signed somebody. The think, uh, think Giants the Rocky, signed somebody. You think the Rockies are in on them? No, no, I don't. So I'm not really worried about Bellinger going to the Rockies and changing their fortunes. Uh, let's stay baseball. And I thought this was an interesting story coming out of NBC Sports Bay Area. Uh, it's talking about, and I mentioned this. I've mentioned this really the last three, four years, as the Giants have you know gone into the off season supposedly ready to spin big. And each of the off seasons, they have it now. They they were able to to uh, to land um, Hung Ho Lee. However, I think by most accounts, it's a huge gamble because he's coming out of the KBO, which is not on the same level as maybe the Japan League. Um, and they overpaid. I think that's what the conclusion. I think most people have come when this when we knew that Lee was going to be posted and part of a, a, a free agency. The original number was fifty four. Then fifty four million for fifty four million over, which is four. half of what he ended up getting. Half, and then it yeah. went, was revised to ninety, and that we thought was like tip top. Instead, he gets more. He gets one ten to uh, play for the Giants. So I think that's indicative, first of all, of how much they struggled in free agency is that they had to overpay to get Lee in the building. Um, but this piece from Buster Posey, who you know, for those who don't know, this dude is like like the ambassador. He's one of the better ambassadors we have in the game, but specifically for San Francisco. Posey told Baggerly, who, who wrote the article, um, he doesn't believe the Giants could have done any more for Otani in their Otani pitch. Apparently, the numbers that he got in Los Angeles, it was almost an identical deal in San Francisco. Giants, Dodgers offered the same thing. Same money. Now, right. ultimately, the the whole deferred part comes from Otani. Otani has to be willing to do that. If he was willing to do it for the Dodgers in order to keep them um, viable in terms of free agency and helping the team, I'm sure he would have been willing to do it to, with San Francisco. But according to, to, to Buster Posey, in his opinion, the city of San Francisco's reputation might have played a role in things. And here's his quote. Something Reputation. Yeah. Something oh. I think is noteworthy, something that unfortunately keeps popping up from players and even the players' wives. Let me guess. Let me guess. They hate the 49er fans who live up there. <laughs> Don't sign with that team. <laughs> that, that actually isn't it. That's not that's it. That's not it. Oh, wow. Uh, I didn't expect not the 49er I that. Was it. I, it. That's a good guess, though. It okay, really thank is a you. good guess. Thank you. Uh, he said something that... Unfortunately, keeps popping up with the players and their wives is there's a bit of uneasiness with the city itself. As far as the state of the city with crime, with drugs, Posey explained to Bagley, whether that's all completely fair or not, perception is reality. It's a frustrating cycle, I think, and it's and not just with baseball. Baseball's secondary to life and the important things in life. Uh, and the important thing is life and things in life. Right. But as far as free agent pursuit goes, I have seen that it doesn't affect things. So um, I, I, 
I think. I wonder. Yeah, you, there. Because you to... would think on the surface that San Francisco would have an advantage over Los Angeles because of the uh, the Asian uh, effect. I mean, there's a lot the of great Asian population yeah. in San Francisco. Uh, I, I know there's also that in Los Angeles. I mean, Los Angeles is an amazing melting pot. There's people of all you know races, Walks creeds, and, and colors yeah, there. Yeah. But San Francisco, I, I always felt had a had a great uh, you know. I mean, they're famous for. There, Chinatown up there. I mean, Scraby, you can speak to it better than me as a San Franciscan or a Bay Area guy. But I did hear that the uh, the homelessness issue, as bad as we think it is here in San Diego, that it's twice as bad in in San Francisco. And I haven't been up there recently. So uh, I don't know. The last time I was there was like a year and a half ago, and it was pretty bad. It yeah. was pretty. I heard gross. it's bad. I, 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 here, here's the thing that makes it tough for somebody who's visiting. Right? Is that it's not. Like in, in you go down to Pickle Park, it's concentrated in an area, right, where you see the homeless, right? right? In San Francisco, I don't know that it's concentrated, so it can maybe appear as though it's, it's wide, not more as, widespread. It's, it's, it's not as bad, or it's a little bit spread out, right? Uh, but I, there has to be. I don't know that there's something to that per se. The, the homeless, no, I don't but, either. I have no but idea. But certainly, you know, when you're talking about crime, um, I, I, I recall last year going into CVS. Um, and as I was walking in, a guy was walk was running out. Of it, this is in San this Francisco. This is in San Francisco. Okay. And so that certainly happened right in front of my eyes. Or, running out. Uh, running out with, of the store with with goods. With goods. With goods. Okay. So I, I, I don't know. That's just a, a an anecdotal story. But you certainly hear that around the league is that that is a, a, a something that concerns. And if it concerns the players – Rest assured, it's definitely going to concern them and their wives and their family. So you, you start to see three or four years of um, a team that has had a ton of success, especially in the 2010s, and no one really batting an eye. It sounds like a judge who is from the area ultimately elected to go back to New York. Yeah. Tani, who was offered seven hundred million dollars, ultimately yeah. decided to go. Elsewhere. Judge went back to New York because uh, what he feels safer there. Right? I, that, I, I mean, who knows? That, who knows what yeah. the reason is? I mean, New I mean, York's not exactly. He, 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 he ultimately, it, I think the team when it comes to Otani, you know, you could talk about some of these extra things that Buster Posey's bringing up, and he would know he's in he's in the mix. Um, but if you're picking a team that you think has a chance to win. Are you picking the Giants or are you picking the, the Dodgers? Yeah. Honestly. Well, I don't know. I'd pick the Giants. They have three World Series titles. Dodgers got nothing. Well, they got one. <laughs> Tony's giving the look like, what? No, of course you're going to pick the okay, Dodgers. That's all I'm asking. No, I'm like, of course okay. you're going to pick the Dodgers. I mean, it's the it's the bigger deal. It's the bigger deal. Well, yeah. we don't know what Otani went into Otani's decision because he hasn't spoke to anybody in months. But <laughs> no, he hasn't. How about this? How tomorrow about, he will. How about these uh, little tidbits from the contract uh, of, according to Ben Rosenthal, per source, Shohei Otani's contract with the Dodgers states, player will charity amount not to exceed one percent. Also, give him a suite at the Dodgers Stadium for all regular season and postseason. Otani gets a suite, and he's provided an interpreter. Provides and provides interpreter. And I don't know if that's for the suite or I assume he's it's a good thing the Dodgers will be providing the interpreter because Otani <laughs> could hardly afford one. Here's the other thing that I found to be uh, interesting. Contract also states if specific change in Dodger personnel, player may opt out of the contract at the end of the season. 
the change occurs. Not known at present who this refers to. So somebody on that roster, yeah. Shohei is like, if he's out, I'm out. Yeah, how about that? That's. Uh, I hope you didn't say Dave Roberts because well, that time, person's got to be either that pre- person's either got to be Mookie Betts or Freddie Freeman, and those guys aren't going to stay there forever. You would think, right? Right. So if one of those guys go, does Otani get to leave? He, he has the option to opt out. Has the option. So to then opt his out. money goes off the table, and the Dodgers if he opts out, him. and if he opts out, absolutely. Then he, he doesn't get any of the deferred money. No. Oh boy. Well, I don't. He's see, never I don't, opt I, out. I, sh- then. I shouldn't say that. I don't know how the deferred money. Yeah, I don't know how it happens. Yeah, works. because it's but you are opting out of your deal. You don't know why how it happens because it's a loophole. Hmm. Wait, what's a loophole? The whole deferred money thing. No, to begin it's with. not a loophole. Stop it. <laughs> Tony and I'm so I, tired Tony's of this. been telling me he's so tired of so people complaining. So tired of whining about it. Like <laughs> Dodgers are a loophole organization. <laughs> that's how they. That's how they won their World Series. They found a loophole. They found a way to win <laughs> in a six-game so season. That may be true. Yeah. But the whole Couldn't idea win a real for Dodger fans. Oh, they love that. Dodger fans love that. They love to be told that their World Series doesn't, doesn't count. really count. Yeah, that's the Dodger fans' favorite thing. Actually, that that's what calms them down the most. So if you see a Dodger fan today, tell them that it's yeah, okay. Tell them your World Series count. doesn't really count. Yeah. Yours is coming. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you want yeah, to get into really a fight, that. that is definitely the way. You know go. what? I've honestly been thinking about this team. We just watched a Padres team who everybody predicted to go to the World Series. <laughs> Thank you, Scraby. And with all the with all the Thank fanfare, you. Thank you. didn't come through. That it is, does not mean this team, the Dodgers, are going to be great is, next year. I, I know we get lost in the sauce sometimes with these signings, but that is my point. That is why the crying about the deferred money and how. Have, has can we? I, I, went back, I know everybody thinks that I, they've already won the championship. I mean, my goodness! If baseball playoffs yes. haven't told you anything over the last few years, you haven't been paying attention. I went through the last twenty-three World Series champs. Yet seventeen different ones. Yeah, and how often was that team the best team in the regular season? Very rarely. Really rare. And so you know, you know, I get it. It stings, but this, this, the games have to be played on the field, and ultimately we in San Diego should know this best after putting the one of the I think in terms of paper the best one of the best rosters in in the league and it didn't come to fruition at all so they're above 500 though who's that the Padres that roster said it should have been a lot better than above just above 500 I'm in an annoying and they will, how many did, they, how many did we win straight at the end was it nine straight I think there was eight eight straight to finish nine maybe I don't know but it was good they it was to, good they had to win every game out and they did their job just the teams that they needed help from at the end yeah, didn't give the help didn't if you look at the uh, 100 and, uh, plus win teams you're right Tony I mean you could go back just go back since the 1998 Yankees right that's the team that beat the Padres they won 100 in 14 regular season games, which was ridiculous, and they did go on to win the World Series. But the team with the best record uh, didn't win again until 2009. Uh, you know what I'm that saying? That was the Yankees again, wasn't 2017, it? it was the Yankees in 2009. 2016, the Cubs. 2000, anyway, it doesn't happen. No. It just doesn't happen very often. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of things that have to go Last right. year, there were two 100-win teams. Neither the Orioles nor the Dodgers won a playoff game. Not Braves even a game. Also, Not Braves even a game. also were 100 wins. Sorry, they won one game. So there right. you go. One game in the playoff between yeah. 300-win teams. That's right. There That's you it. go. All right, let's get to break. When we come back, Kirk Kenny joins us. We've got a new quarterback in town. We'll explain when we return. Mark Winnick, Chris.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. You don't know the name Danny O'Neill. Better get used to it, especially you Aztec football fans out there. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. 2.40 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., and Matt Scraby on a day when the Aztec football program got some uh, terrific news by way of a Twitter uh, highly recruited quarterback, Danny O'Neill, a dual threat from Indianapolis's Cathedral High School, has announced his verbal commitment to the Aztecs. He chose San Diego State over Northwestern and Miami of Florida. The uh, official National Letter of Intent Day uh, period begins on December 20th, so that's a week from now. And, uh, man, this is really uh, great news, a great start for a new coach, Sean Lewis, and joining us to talk about all of it is our Aztec friend, Kirk Kenny on 97.3 The Fan. Hi, Kirk. How are you? Good afternoon, guys. I'm doing well. How about yourself? Very good. Doing and, well. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. You know, kudos to you. You're all over this story uh, ahead of the time that uh, O'Neill made his decision. You had it broken down to his final three. And, you know, I, I got to be honest with you, Aztec fans, I don't think we're used to winning this kind of stuff. Like, I mean, when you when you said it was Miami and Northwestern, I thought, well, we got a chance, but things never seem to go our way. But uh, it sounds like it's going to go our way this time. Yeah, everybody seems pretty excited over this. Uh, there's been a lot of buzz, I'm sensing, ever since the new hire of the head coach, Sean Lewis. And uh, I think this is one of the first rewards of hiring him as a kid that he had recruited to uh, Colorado. And then when uh, Sean Lewis was leaving there, Danny decommitted, and, and now he's coming to San Diego. Is that his Lamborghini I saw uh, parked behind the picture? No, that's uh, Kirk's Lamborghini there, I think. Kirk, yeah. that was nice no. of you to loan him for the photo. Your Aztec-themed Lamborghini. It is red and black, yeah. But, you know, it's interesting you bring that up is because we were kind of shaking our heads at that. You know, obviously recruiting is going all kinds of different directions in the 21st century, but I, I didn't understand why they had cars on the field. Now, if they were giving those cars to the guys on their visit, okay. 
But I, I, I need to have it explained to me why it's cool to pose with a car. Well, because, I mean, of course, these guys, these young kids, they, they want they want that Lambo, that Lambo in their yard one day. So why not take a photo? It makes it look better. What can you tell us about the young man, Danny O'Neill? I love the caption that he had, the uh, be the alpha. I mean, are, are we getting that type of quarterback coming in here to San Diego State and Danny O'Neill? Well, he's definitely uh, proven to be a winner in high school. He won a state championship in the large school division in Indiana as a sophomore. Uh, put up some really good numbers. He accounted for more than 9,000 yards in offense. Uh, passed for 99 touchdowns. Threw for 30, or excuse me, ran for 31 more. Mm. So definitely a dual threat kind of guy. So he's a uh, definitely a guy that can energize things and and do more than just throw the ball or or run with it. So I think that's why everybody's so excited. Yeah, and, and Sean Lewis, I mean, he didn't say as much, you know, the day he was hired. I mean, he couldn't guarantee that a guy like Danny O'Neill was coming. But this has got to be, you know, something uh, that, that, you know, really sparks everybody in this program. I mean, because the excitement seemed to be there when Sean Lewis was announced as a new head coach. But I think this is going to take it to another level, don't you? Yeah, I mean, he made a very good first impression that day. Higher energy, uh, you know, was saying all the right things. But then when you can start delivering on that, and yeah. I think this is, like I said, one of those first things to deliver on is a, a highly rated quarterback. Uh, I think they'll still go for an experienced quarterback out of the portal, so I'm interested to see what happens in that regard. Um, but, you know, there's been so much positivity and high energy after a down season and uh, the last couple of years that weren't up to the uh, satisfaction of Aztec fans. How's the staff coming together? I know there's been some staff announcements. I mean, is is this staff as Sean Lewis starting to get the guys or the staff members in place so that they can really, you know, kind of hit the ground running and uh, and continue to add players like Sean like they did today? Yeah, uh, he hired I think about six of his ten assistant coaches. Uh, the biggest name came last week was uh, Darian Hagen, who's a legend out of Colorado, quarterback there, and, and is a longtime assistant coach as well. So I think that that was a really good hire that that will open some eyes and, and I would think help them uh, in recruiting as well. Hagen hails from the Los Angeles area, so I'm sure he's got a lot of ties there. They just uh, hired a new wide receivers coach who has a lot of ties down in Texas, so they can keep that pipeline going. Still about three or four more guys to go, um, tight ends coach and a couple other uh, defensive guys, including a defensive coordinator. So I think that's the next big hire to keep an eye out for. Kirk Kenny is with us on a day that the uh, San Diego State Aztec football team has to be pretty happy about. Uh, star recruit Danny O'Neill uh, saying that he's going to come to the Aztecs, uh, verbally committing, and a national letter of intent starting uh, day is a week from now. Uh, how does this all work, Kirk? Once I mean it's December twentieth. When do when did the Aztec? When do they start practicing? When do they start to get to know these kids? I mean the season doesn't get going for another you know nine months so but but college football is becoming more year-round all the time oh definitely uh next semester starts january 16th i believe is the first day of classes they meet i think the next day and and within that time they'll be doing probably some individual workouts uh they're going to be lifting weights and all that stuff uh from the get-go and you know meetings and all all those kinds of things learning the playbook I think uh, spring practice will probably be about mid-March. I'm hearing that possibly the spring game will be mid-April. So a lot of things get going and right off the bat and, you know, nine months away for the opener, but a lot of things go into building up toward that. 
Kirk Kenny joins us here, Union Tribune. Kirk, we know there were a lot of uh, kids that hopped into the portal. Uh, I'm sure you know Coach John Lewis is going to take advantage of the portal coming back in this direction. I mean, uh, it, from his standpoint, as he talked about where he wants to strengthen up this roster at and and where he sees a need immediately, maybe where he can exploit the 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 uh, portal a little bit. We haven't had an in-depth discussion with him yet uh, beyond when he was introduced two weeks ago. And at the time then, he was still assessing uh, meeting with all the players on the current roster and seeing you know who's going to go in the portal and who's not. So I think it's going to take him a little bit of time to assess what the needs really are, especially in the portal. Um, and, and, and that is a big concern. They've had, I think, 19 players overall go in the portal. Five have already made new commitments, and those were all the Power 5 schools. So I think – that's the downside of all this. You know, there's a lot of excitement with a kid who's coming today. But the downside is, you know, I'm afraid that some of these group of five schools are just going to become farm systems for the Power Five. And, in fact, there was some news today on Yahoo that uh, second-time transfers can be immediately eligible. And that was, I think, the one thing in the back pocket of schools is that if you got a second-time transfer, he had to stick around or else he'd have to sit out of here. If now they're changing that rule, then that makes it even – uh, more enticing for kids to move around more. Right. So a guy like Danny O'Neill could come to San Diego, be a superstar in one year, and then uh, be playing for Michigan the next year, unfortunately. And there's not a lot yeah, we mean, can do about it because we can't keep up with the kind of NIL money that someplace like Michigan would be able to would be able to offer. Well, that's something I want to talk to the coaches more about. I mean, I, and maybe there's no answer to that, but – you know, I think back to the book Moneyball and the when the A's were kind of ahead of the curve on some of the things they did, what can group of five schools do that would make them still appealing over maybe a power five school? Maybe yeah. there's nothing, but maybe there's something that they can discover. You know, a lot of it's going to be just uncovering some diamond in the rough kind of kid and coaching him up, but then there's always going to be that fear of losing him to a larger school with some NIL money. Right. And and, and uh, I see that Washington State, is this done? Are they on the schedule next year? Yeah, Oregon State not on the schedule next. How is this working with those two Pac-12 schools? What what do we know about that at this point? Washington State was already on their schedule as a non-conference game anyway. Oregon State will now be added as well because both Washington State and Oregon State each picked up six games okay. against Mountain West competition. Right. So they're going to play both of those schools. So we can assume that eventually that's all going to be one conference. But how many years away are they from actually being able to do that because of the Mountain West well, Chris, I never assume. Right. Yes, I know, Kirk. You're, you've taught me well, but I, I still ask anyway. Well, I, I especially don't assume anything when it comes to college football and college sports anymore because it seems like every other week they change something and just put the world on its head again. Uh, but it, it looks like once I think the Washington State and Oregon State can kind of um, get their divorce finalized with the Pac-12, that'll give us a little more clarity on, on where they're headed and how this will all work out. I, I would think it would seem likely they would embrace some of those Mountain West schools. I would hope they still the Pac-12 brand because I think that makes the most sense and has the most uh, attention around the nation. Um, yeah. So we'll just have to see where that goes in that regard. All right, Kirk Kenny, how's the uh, – did you get any time off for the holidays? Are you getting ready for the holiday bowl? Are you covering that? I am covering it. Oh, no. It's breaking up. I'll be going. Can you still hear me? You got yeah, you, you now. Go. You, you, you will be All covering right. the the Holiday Bowl. I will. It's my it's the forty fourth Holiday Bowl of the forty three. 
that I'll be covering because I went to one that they didn't have. Yes, yes, that still counts. Quite a few of us went to that one. I got to tell that. you, at the Holiday Bowl director's dinner last night, some guy went up and spoke and said that he was part of the UCLA traveling party that oh, came man. here in 2012, and he said. Yes, I said the 2012 <laughs> traveling party because UCLA's name from a couple of years ago is still dirt around the Holiday Bowl and probably yeah, always will he, be. He would have had to duck a few buttered rolls. I think, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kirk, always great catching up with you. Thanks for the intel. And uh, welcome uh, Danny O'Neill to town for us when you see him. Uh, tell him he's got a couple of Aztecs for life here that, uh, that are going to be behind him 100%. All right, we'll do, guys. Thanks. Thanks, right, Kirk. thanks, Kirk. Kirk Kenny, right there. The Aztecs have their guy, uh, three-star quarterback Danny O'Neill. Uh, according to, and if you you know follow this stuff, then it means something to you. If you don't, it means nothing to you. But he is apparently Tony, the thirty-fourth ranked high school quarterback prospect in the nation. Don't know about the thirty-third ranked or the thirty-fifth ranked. How he uh, slots I haven't watched film on them yet. Yeah, you haven't watched film on them. <laughs> I'm That's, telling you, I did. Watch it's just hilarious to me that they can, at, breakdown. they can look at every quarterback <laughs> in the high school nation and go, "That guy's thirty-four. There's thirty-three guys better than him." You know, we don't know. But uh, that's a, it's a nice ranking to be sure. So, I'm sure Brock Purdy wasn't a highly ranked quarterback. Yeah. Who's I don't that? actually know. Who's uh, that, Chris says? <laughs> I just got that. I didn't catch the other good way. news for uh, Aztec fans, Danny O'Neill had 20 scholarship offers. 12 of them were from Power 5 schools. So he's already, you know, stepping past the Power 5 to come play for Sean Lewis. And I think that's that's a tremendous feather in the cap of Sean Lewis, that this kid would still choose after going to Colorado or committing to Colorado a Power 5. Yeah. His relationship with Sean Lewis was obviously stronger than it was with Colorado. And I'll say this, you know, Kirk asked, he couldn't figure out why there needed to be a Lamborghini unless they were handing it, giving it to the kids. That's what I thought. I I can tell you, it's the same reason why Sean Lewis plays video games in order to kind of shore up some of these commits. His relationship. And and that's because that is what this generation, they're into. And so, listen, you can sit here and, and... be, you know, feel some type of way about the Lamborghini or the video. This is how you get kids in the building, right? It, at one point, it was the facilities. Remember we were hearing that by maybe seven years ago? Yes, what's your weight room what's look your, like? Right, what's your, we want a state-of-the-art. Yeah, everybody had to have a state-of-the-art weight room because that was what drew kids. That's You're not right. it anymore. It, Nobody it, cares about that it, anymore. And so it's moved to the next thing, and as a, as a head coach of a team, you got to be able to adjust and it sounds like Sean Lewis is able to do that. That so video far. game idea is is a really good one because he can sit down there, especially if he's good too. If he's good at video right. games, thing. he's he'll level ha- with them. Sean, I'm gonna need you to be on top of your game, man. You come in there soft to these kids playing Fortnite or whatever game you it is. You gotta be good. You gotta be good, or it, they might think you're kind of weird. They're gonna, exactly. go play, they're gonna go play for a really good <laughs> Fortnite player like Nick Saban. You know where a lot I'm of sure is out there. You know, with his Game Boy right now. <laughs> his Game Boy. Is that a thing he probably, even, he he probably, no, not anymore? But Nick probably does have a Game Boy. He That's might. probably the last That's video game got, he played. Yeah, right. Uh, because a lot of business can be done over video games sure. lo- as well as, like, golf and things like that. But that makes sense. Think about it. You know, the former the Cy Young Award winner we had here last year, Blake Snell. Oh, he loves. I mean, he took his computer with him took everywhere. everything wherever he, everywhere, he right? took it with him wherever he went. You guys almost went. had to that's rent another. Com- that's how he communicates with the pe- folks that, that follow him. 
most of the time. You almost it's had to rent another Twizzit, uh, Twitch. I almost called it Snitch. Twitch, yes. <laughs> it's not Snitch. <laughs> Although Will Myers might think it yeah. was Snitch. <laughs> a lot of people have snitched on themselves. Yeah. Video <laughs> games are taking over. All right. Uh, I actually, uh, video games, I beat an eight-year-old last night in Madden. and uh, the eight-year-old, He said he was eight years old. Do you know this for a fact? He sounded very young. and He said You're he was talking eight. To him? Was he no, talking like he was, he was an eight-year-old? He was using some expletives. Yeah, I bet. That's how most of these kids get and I can tell you right now. Swearing at you? Yes. 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 I'm telling you. He told me. He told me that I ran a. I ran a screen on fourth and three. Okay, everybody. And I hear because I don't listen to it because I don't want to hear the trash talk. But then I hear it come over the headphones of like, ha, rookie move with that bleeping screen on fourth down. I'm like, my goodness. I knew my days were numbered. Playing online after a few of those encounters. And they're good. Uh, and they are good. And it really irritates you. This dude's like going man to man matchups. He's like moving linebackers on, <laughs> on wide receivers. I'm like, what is happening? He's running an NFL defense he on is. the video game. Hilarious. They would only put together their efforts for good and not gameplay. This world would be a better place, says the man who wants everybody off his lawn. <laughs> All right, first hours in the books coming up Daily Gambit. We had a couple of games that we bet on last night that actually weren't played last night, so we'll square that away. Find out about one of the highest over-under odds in NBA history coming up tonight, and the rest of it when Gwen and Chris returns. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 